Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 74. I am your host, Joe Zagreski, joined by Eddie Kayazo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Joe, doing great. Doing great. Still running through the winter here, but we're... Uh we're making our way towards spring, are we not? We sure are. Times is a crazy, but we're keeping on, keeping on. And remember yes. this before we get into it, that you should, we've been f- forgetting to do it. But hey, you know, check out our friend Steve Feast over at Keystone Retro, keystoneretro.com for you can some vintage clothing, toys, wrestling figures, other wrestling memorabilia, Funko, DC, Disney. He's got $2 DVD bin. He's got all Ooh. kinds of fun stuff. You can use code Red River at checkout for 10% off yeah. your order. Hey, free shipping on all orders over $75. And then what's the fun thing that he's got going on? And you should also check out. What's it called? Whatnot? Whatnot. Check him out on Whatnot. Next time he does a Whatnot, definitely check out KeystoneRetro.com. Find a Keystone Retro on Instagram and all that good stuff. And, of course, if you haven't yet, check out The Second Age of Aquarius. Support independent film and our friend Stacey Lane Wilson and... Who else? Oh, Brooke Lewis Bell. Oh, yeah. Was, all, was starring in it. So, you know, make sure Yay. to check out uh, Second Age of Aquarius, available on Prime Video. You can also mm-hmm. do it on uh, YouTube for a fee. For yep. You know, not expensive. No. You know, it's worth, you know, support independent artists in their endeavors. And then, uh, hey, Ed, let's go travel down those channels of fear right now. Ooh-hoo. Okay. So let's get into episode 74. Ed. Yep. The... Big thing right now in the horror genre is this return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. And it took over the weekend. It did. It's for its opening weekend, it took it over. Up uh, social media, yeah. everybody forgot about politics. Dude, it was all TCM. Every, everywhere. And it's been getting so heated over <laughs> you know, people hating it, people liking it, uh, to the point where pretty much the horror community was at with Halloween kills. Yes. Though, in this one, I'm seeing more dislike than like. Yeah, and and just as a, as a funny uh, aside, I think that I'll bet you the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on its opening weekend got more viewers than the entirety of the Olympics. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it was... I could not... Joe, when I say that I saw this uh-huh. in every circle was yeah. TCM... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, people I know in politics, people I know in mainstream news media, everywhere, everywhere we went, it was, they all had a comment about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Everybody wanted some of that action. Yes. I mean, the original is the, one of the, there's the movie that changed, changed the genre. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting one. And like, when I look back on the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's like, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's creepy. Yes. Um, it's rough. You know, it has two of the best scenes you're ever going to see in a horror movie, which, Ooh. which is the meat hook and the last scene. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 The ending of the movie is great. Two, two, two scenes that will stick with you forever. If you're a horror fan. Yeah. Like they they're just. You could you could put these. I think we said this about Sleepaway Camp. That last scene with um, Felicia's face. I think you could put these stills on a shirt, and people be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent for sure." And one of my favorite things about the original is like not only like at the time when I was you know after I first saw it was around the same time. So like one of my favorite comedy movies that you know might not be considered <laughs> a classic, but I mean it makes me 
die laughing every time I, I watch it, which isn't that often, but Freddie got fingered. Right. When Tom Green was at his height, there's a scene where his brother gets put into a home for abused children. This is a grown man. Ah. Gets put into a home for abused children, so he's around all these little kids, and they're watching the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Of course they are. <laughs> so it's the meat hooks. <laughs> so, see, it gets me every time. So, you know, iconic horror movie has some very bizarre sequels. Yes. um, That I've seen all. I've seen pretty much all of them. And the one that I recommend for anybody, if you want to watch a movie that's so bad, it's good. I believe it's Texas Chainsaw, a next generation or a new generation. And that has such names as Matthew McConaughey and Renell Zellweger Uh, starring in it. And if I'm not mistaken, that was like just before both of them blew up. Yep. Yeah. Because then he had Dazed and Confused, I think, came out the same year. Right. Yeah. And then um, uh, what was... Renee Zellweger was big. I just can't remember. Was it me, myself, and Irene that... She had something before that. Yeah. So Jerry Maguire, I think, was her big, Oh, big my one. gosh. How could I forget? Yes, yeah. that was... that was. So, yeah, both Matthew McConaughey and Renee, Renee Zellweger blew up after that, uh, the yeah. next generation. So, so bad it's good. Like, that's, that's one of those. That's my so bad it's good. Okay. Uh, the original, you know, classic... Two others where it just kind of leans too heavy and like it just doesn't 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 vibe. But you understand why that you know at sequels just had to be done in excess, especially no. in the eighties. Uh, no, I I get it. And and the thing is, the first person I reached out to just because I remember our conversation when we had him on the show last. Mm. Think about this: we've never really had a duplicate uh, guest. If you think about it, not yet. I, it's crazy. We're, like I don't think. I think maybe Joe D has from different take has had one extra appearance. Yeah. And I think Doctor Halloween has like we did the two parts. I yeah. think. Anyway, so I reached out to Doctor Halloween. I knew he was a huge original Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. fan. Um, one of one of his favorites, if I'm not mistaken, from an episode past. And he was telling me about the the um. The sequels, because I will just be straight up uh, with you and our audience. I am not. I, I didn't really see many of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. sequels. I saw the first one the same time you did when we we saw it in that Boogeyman uh, compilation, and then yeah. we watched it. That was the first time I had have I had ever seen Leatherface. We watched it in the basement. Yes, watched it in the basement. <laughs> so that's literally. I saw that. I was like, whoa. Okay, like I can. I can I get this like I understand why it was so impactful right to other people because there was also at that age that we saw it there was also a, 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 like a mystique like a not mystique like there was a mystery around it as as with anything before the age of what's well, like what made this so good like what makes this so legendary yes yeah and the the meat hook the the hammer the the meat yeah. hammer like yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, and it's brutal. And one thing I remember you saying when we first watched it was the the, the um, maybe you had seen it before I did because the the guy in the wheelchair just like you would never I, expect this. I did see it before. We, like, y- yeah, you I did. It yes. And I'm like, all right, we gotta watch this in the basement. So so because you were saying I just can't believe that this happened at the time it was impactful to you, mm-hmm. dudes running away through the woods and being pushed in a wheelchair like a. a person with special needs and and he just no regard leatherface just puts that uh yeah. chainsaw right through him <laughs> and that's that's the end of that guy yep uh, <laughs> it's like you knew he wasn't gonna make it no you feel no. you feel for him 
So anyway, uh, so the first one, iconic. It's I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but it's an absolute. It's one of the best horror films I've ever seen. It scared me the first time I saw it. It lived up to the hype, and it, it's yeah. it, if I'm not mistaken, the '74 Texas Chainsaw Massacre was chosen by all the other great horror directors, uh, Carpenter, Craven. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of who. I think this was Rolling Stone that put out this piece. They all agree that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was like the best, scariest horror film. Yeah. And and one of the things I was thinking about, like other than that, like and you know, big names saying how great it is, and that you know, it definitely it kicked off their movies. I and mean, we're talking about Wes Craven, we're talking sure. about Carpenter, we're talking you know, big names. And yep. then I was thinking about the you know seeing the Jessica Biel when the revival, yes, Chainsaw Massacre, and like they were trying to like provide more of a backstory to it. So like I remember, I only saw it in theaters. I don't think I saw it ever again because I didn't really like it. You I didn't thought, really like it? No. Okay. I think that's the one I need to revisit because somehow Texas Chainsaw Massacre Beginnings or whatever uh-huh. that came out a couple years after that as like yes. a prequel to it was really good. <laughs> that's and that's the thing. Like I so, kind of I kind of got off onto a rabbit and went down the rabbit hole there. Yeah. So. When we saw you and I saw the 2003 Texas Chainsaw, yes, not that impressed no. with it. The beginning, I thought, was was really good. Yeah, the the, the be- and that was the one, if, and that was the Michael Bay ones, right? The Platinum Dunes. So, yeah, where they were pumping the money into redoing yeah. horror movies. So now. they had the one with Jessica Biel, and then they had Texas Chainsaw: The Beginning. So if you notice, the guy from Full Metal Jacket is the cop or the sheriff or whatever. Right in that first one then they make the beginning which is the prequel and you see how the town dried up how he becomes the quote-unquote sheriff yeah and like the the meat packing plant where you know our our uh, scary hero with his chainsaw mm-hmm. like where he kind of our came. leather face comes from yes you know, in, those, in those they gave him a full name like you know his name's like thomas hewitt or something like that they did give him a name yeah they get the hewitt family or whatever like so uh, th- that's where I kind of wanted to. I saw this broken down somewhere. Uh, there it is, the franchise. Okay, so seventy-four-one classic. Yeah, but I will admit this. Like, I, just to finish that point, I'll admit this to you and our listeners. I've only seen the original one from nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, but look at the date when two came out. Nineteen eighty-six. So how many sequels came out in eighty-six? Oh. Uh, I don't know. So friggin' many. So there like, wasn't. There, that, that's what is it? Halloween four is eighty eight. Yeah, Halloween four is eighty eight. Yeah, ten years. So it's like it all starts. Everybody had to have a sequel at some point in the mid eighties because that's where we get the Freddy sequels, the Jason sequels. Are like, I guess they must have been making money. So in eighty six, you would have to think. I mean, we can look it up. I'm sure you'd have to think there was a Friday. I think that was Jason six. There, Jason lives. I think that. Yeah, there had to have been a Jason. There had to have been a Freddy. There might even have been a Poltergeist. Remember, there was like probably, four, you know. So I, so yeah, I could totally see it. Yeah. So Toby Hooper, uh, he actually directed the sequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, mm-hmm. from Doctor Halloween. Loves that one. Doc, he's just like you got to see it. I'm like, really? Yeah, you know, I guess that one's fair for a revisit. Because like I think seeing all like three and the next generation that I just found so goofy mm-hmm. 
then maybe I got to give two another shot. Okay. I mean, it was, hey, yeah. if. So you got 2003 was the one with Jessica Biel. So, you know, we're having a hot young cast. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Michael Bay. That's That was the Platinum Dunes uh, which was one. The, the style at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, the beginning, both, I, I think, you, well, you've said it, like, we, we both enjoyed that. Because, mm-hmm. like, we would just see horror films. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It came out. It's like, this will probably be bad, but what the hell? We'll see. Like, we saw a lot of good ones on that kind of. No, too. I like. I remember the crazies. I thought that was good. I, yeah, the crazies for good one. Um, I'm just trying to think, which so, is also. A re- I mean, all the remakes. Yeah. Hey, I like you. The stuff they were doing, I did enjoy. So that mm-hmm. I mean, I the Friday the Thirteenth, I actually really liked. I did too. And uh, even the nightmare, I enjoyed. Liked the nightmare a lot. Yeah. Don't understand why people hate it so much. I, I mean, I liked it too. I thought it was really. I thought they were both really good. So so then you get to the so you had. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, two thousand three, big cast. Yep. Uh, the beginning, both you and I liked. I I remember this one as well. Yeah, three D. If you haven't seen it, that was actually pretty good too. I think I did. Because like so, twenty thirteen, where everything was in three. You know, every movie's in three D yeah. right now. So that was surprisingly good. It was directed by John Lewison Hop. Okay. What is that? Written by Adam Marcus and Deborah Sullivan. That came out in 2013. I seem to remember liking that. I'm just saying. Now, they did... Red River Horror was around. I don't know if we reviewed Leatherface, which came out in October. I did not see that 2017. I didn't I see that one either. I that existed. Yep. And then this is another... Not a revival. So now that brings us to... Where we are today. Yes. And I had planned on watching this before we recorded, and... I didn't look too much into it. I was, I didn't know what to expect. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Because of like the my experience with the Jessica Biel one not being like, oh, that was kind of corny. Yeah. It is kind of corny. You know what? Screw that. I don't need to watch it again. There was just too much running around and hiding and not ver- like not in a scary way. Yes. It just got redundant. Sure. Like, oh, let's hide behind all these knives and stuff like that. Like there was just a lot of stupid setup. Yes. You know, whatever. Yeah, you know, if you wanted something from like 2003 to 2005 remake kind of thing that, you know, with the big popular cast that's fun and good, watch House of Wax. So anyway. Ah, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah. yeah. So with this, I'm just like, okay, you know, I was, you know, I heard uh, Toby Hooper's involved with it, right? Didn't he have something to do with it? Or? The newest one? Yeah. <clears throat> I, not that I can tell, but that doesn't mean he's not. Or he just still gets credited because he created it. Probably, I would I would venture to guess characters created characters by. Characters created by. Yeah. So either way, I'm just like, you know what? I'm kind of looking forward to this if this is going to be it. Like, I only knew a little bit about the plot where it's just like, oh, an abandoned town, like getting a population back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I like that idea. Sure. And then before we were going to watch it, I'm just like, oh, you know what? Because like we had been talking about how we're going to be doing more, you know, there's a lot of, we're doing more video and trailers coming soon, folks. Very. And, um... I was like, oh, you know what? I really want to watch the trailer because I love trailers and I really shouldn't have. Because at first I'm just like, hey, this looks like it could be this looks like it'd be really cool. This mm-hmm. looks like it'd be really cool. And uh then out of nowhere, there's this old woman who says, I've been waiting fifty years for this. <laughs> yes. Now anybody who's listened to this podcast before when we talk about the new Halloween trilogy, mm-hmm. my biggest beef is having these geriatric people duke it out. Yes. 
and that one's 40 years. <laughs> right. Let's add another 10 mm-hmm. for 50 years later. Yes. So she is the same character from the first one who gets away and jumps on that truck. Correct. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I didn't watch it because yeah. I just I looked at my wife. I'm like, yo, what the actual fuck? Yes. And it's no offense to it's like, oh, it's not just the old woman showing up to kick some ass. The killer's also 50 years older. Correct. And if, you know, he's been eating mix of human, animal, whatever he can get his hands on. Pretty much straight up meat. Yeah. For 50 years. He's definitely not in the best health. No. Same thing with Michael. Like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? (laughs) Right. Come on. Yes. Come on. So, (laughs) to pick up. But no, they're all super powered and ready to fight like it's an Avengers movie. So, so yes. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, released on Netflix. Yep. Big opening. Everybody watching it. It was 50 years after the. So it is a direct sequel. It does not honor any of the things in between. Just like H4O Halloween 2018. We'll go with the official plot real quick. Nearly 50 years. 50 years, Joe. After Leatherface's killing spree in 1973, young entrepreneurs Melody and Dante, Melody's sister Lila, and Dante's girlfriend Ruth travel to the abandoned Texas town of Harlow to auction off old properties, create a trendy, heavily gentrified area. While inspecting a dilapidated orphanage, the group discover it's still occupied by an elderly woman called Ginny. That's not the same elderly woman you're thinking of. Okay. When she claims she has papers to prove she still owns the property, an argument breaks out briefly interrupted by a silent and towering man from upstairs. Ginny then collapses from a heart attack and is rushed to the hospital, accompanied by Ruth and the man. All right, I'm going to skip ahead because we we won't spoil it. You've never seen it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of of the original. The original lady's name is Marilyn, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So, pretty much, she gets word that stuff's going down and comes to Harlow, Texas to uh, join in the fun as they try to go after this man. Yeah. Now, I will say, all right, I did not think this movie was all that great. Okay. I did think that Halloween Kills was better than it. There is one really, really cool scene in this Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Is it going to be the one where he gets on the bus and all the people pull out their phones? Yes. That's what I figured. Now, I was like, all right, I liked, I would like that a lot more uh-huh. if it wasn't based around a 50-year revenge <laughs> plot. <laughs> right. Which I, I, I don't like that. That's got to sure. stop. Like That cannot be the new norm in this genre. No. Because what are you going to do next? You're going to have... like. Jason's mom survived. <laughs> right. And now someone from Crystal Lake's going to come after to get Mrs. Voorhees. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at right now. It's got to stop now, no more. Now, the bus thing, let me just read from Dr. Halloween. Uh, I am pretty much, I think I'm alone in liking the bus scene. My wife didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Halloween had something very specific to say about it. And I'm like, okay, well, it seems like... like 
This is in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. No, but you it's... You don't see the kills, but it's like he's definitely about to kill all of them. But the cool thing... All right, yeah, spoiler. He does, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Like, I mean, he mows down the whole damn... Like, like he mows down a whole bus full of young people. That's pretty... That slasher movie, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, at... 80-something years old. <laughs> right. Well, all right. So that's maybe something we can hone in on. Let me find out with Dr. Uh, uh, okay, Sally. I'm sorry. Because we'll put it this way. It's like, you know, they can try and play it. Like, so Michael Myers at least was, you know, he would be in his 60s because what he escaped when he was probably like 20-something. Mm-hmm. Leatherface, when we meet his family, those who are his parents are old. Yes. So old that he wears his mother's face. Yes. Like he dresses like his mom. Mm-hmm. Like there's grandparents there that are look like they're dead. Uh-huh. So he's definitely not in his 20s. <laughs> no. This is like an 80 or 90 year old thing. So, so... <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Halloween gave it a 5 out of 10. Sally, I think, is the original person that escaped. Okay. I can't uh, remember. I haven't watched the original in a long time, but now I'm tempted I'd rather watch the original than this. Because like, my big question is, like, is this even worth my time? Because uh, your answer is going to dictate to anybody listening who has not seen it yet. And that's what I wanted to get at with this episode. Is this worth? The the thing is, yes, it is worth seeing because something that Dr. Halloween points out, I I, I needed to get his take on it. I'm not, mm-hmm. This is not me deferring, but you have to take this for what it is. Okay. All right. It's Leatherface chasing around and killing people in a ghost town. Great idea. Sure. Why does it have to have the 50-year revenge story? It doesn't. That you 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 could take that out of it, all if you want to see Leatherface chasing people around and sawing them in half and and like I mean there's one it's it's during the bus scene there's one person he gets where he cuts them in half as they're trying to get out the window, the half of the body falls and then the guts start spilling over the side. I mean it's pretty cool. Now is are they like collecting them for food or is it just he's just killing to kill? They take away the cannibal element. Uh, they didn't really touch on the cannibal element. Probably for the best. Yeah, like, but they, that is a big part of it. Yes, is that's that why. That's why they kill them. Yes, they eat, and yeah. he wears the people. Yeah. Yes, food was scarce. They did what they had to do. Yep. All right, let me see if I can find this. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, where is the 50 year old uh, lady? Um, that yeah. The my my concern. We're going over things, especially, you know, we were talking about with trailer. Like, I enjoy movie trailers because it gets me something to be excited to be entertained by. Mm-hmm. And there's one of the things that's great about, like, movies and TV shows is when you see a trailer for something, it's underwhelming. And then you do see it and it's just like, hey, wow, that was really good. That was really cool. Yes. That does happen. Okay. And then there's other ones where the trailer is the best part of the entire movie. Yes, and I'm sorry. All right, so Marilyn Burns has passed away, and I apologize for that. That's I I did not know that she had passed. She and she's from Erie, Pennsylvania. The original actress. Correct. 
the one scene that they had to get a living person. Yes. Because the other one reached the point in her life where she could no longer actually she died. That's eh, a little young to die. 65. 65 is what yeah, she that's, that's, you know, or she, she passed in 2014 at age 65. Okay. All right. So then the actress would have been 22, eight years. So eight years, 70. So she was what? 65 years old. Mm-hmm. So she would be 70. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Eddie math. Three. Yeah. Yeah. So seventy three. So she would have been seventy three years old yeah. to strap up and head back to Harlow, Texas, to take out Leatherface. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now somebody, and somebody's probably going to listen and be like, "There's a lot of seven year olds in good shape." It's just like, sure. You know what happens to seven year olds with like hard impact? Like bones are going to break a lot easier than they did when they were younger. Yes. You know. So Leatherface but- is a man. He's not supernatural. He's a person. Somebody on Twitter said he would be 68 years old. Where are they getting that from? Don't know. That's from fan fiction or something where it's just like, well, that's canon now. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. One of those. That's not a right. young man in the original. No. It's a big, fat oaf. <laughs> so, um, and that's the other, one of the other complaints I heard is just like, in the, the original, he's, he's, he's the family bitch. Yeah. Like he's the butcher. Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's a big special guy. Like, oh, oh, he's not doing anything because he means to scare people or uh, like he's not doing it for his own entertainment. No, he does what he's told. Yes. Yeah. Like he's just carving people up mm-hmm. to, yes, to eat them, to provide food. To I'm not saying that's that's right, but he's a, yes, he's. Yeah, he's he's a big dumb animal, mm-hmm. and one of the complaints I hear in this is like now he's like crafty and smart. Yes, which no, yeah. The thing they literally they t- it doesn't even talk. Mm-hmm. Like they they tell him to do things. Like, yeah, no, sure, no, you're right. <laughs> so so all right. So then you're asking me if it's worth it to see it. Yeah. I think I think if you've if you've taken the time to watch Texas Chainsaw the Next Generation, you can take 82 minutes to watch this. Fair enough. You know what I mean? That's what, that was my wife's argument. Yeah. She's like, you know you're going to talk about it tomorrow, so you might as well watch it. I'm like, I don't think I can make it through it. Now, now here's where if you shouldn't, right? If you were, which I don't believe you are, like you love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but you're not one of these people that's obsessed with the posters in your room writing fan fictions about it, right? No. So if you're one of those people and you love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you probably it would have it would have been a disservice. Like you you probably shouldn't. Like if if Leatherface is your guy in the way that Michael Myers is mine, like then you don't need to you don't need to see this. Okay. Like you will because. <laughs> I'm going to. That's the thing. It, it's just across the board. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Across the board, you just yeah, you can spend 82 minutes to watch it. Yeah, I mean that's fair because that's really not that long. No, that's short, so that's good. Um, I didn't even take that in consideration. But that's that's a fair assessment to say. You know, 82 minutes is really not too much of my time to at least know. Yeah. What I'm gonna hate on. Yeah. Well. 
But yes, you did not like Halloween, any of this reiteration I've, since 2018. And I really do not care for this, you know, revival yeah. of 40, 50 years and yeah. being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, that's got to stop. It does. I was hoping for a fun revisioning. And I'm going to tell you this, like the thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of the things that makes like the remake portion of it really hard to do, mm-hmm. like where I think like 2003 where it doesn't have it, is the one from the 70s is just, it's it gets scarier with age because like everything around it's like the camera works really good. Yeah. The atmosphere is so good. And I think that 70s style, like the film. Oh, it's gritty as hell. Adds so much to it. Yeah. Which is really something that can't be captured here. In a, like, I was hoping for something like that because, like, even in like the stills and screens, there was like this like tinge, like you know, something like something where it was just like this darker, deserty kind of vibe that they were going for. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's it, like in a ghost town with Leatherface chasing people around and killing them. I mean, it 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 works. It's not bad. I'm sure. Again, and you know, admitting to everybody that I've only seen the remake. The beginning and 3D. Those are the only three that I've seen other than the OG yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I saw those and enjoyed two of the three of those. Yeah. You know, so uh, the only way I could see you being pissed off is if, yes, this is your Halloween 2018. This is your 50 years later. Where it's just like really where we're making a sequel now, like nothing in between has happened. Now we're making a sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It does not work there. No, it's not. That's completely unnecessary. No. They should have just made a movie using just the character. Yeah, if that's what they were gonna do, shake it up. Or if it's only eighty-two minutes long, you could probably add a five-minute thing where, you know, just like with uh, um. What's the movie we liked? The newer one, Wrong Turn. Yeah. Where where one of the kid's parents goes looking for. Perfect. You, you know, like, like we do see an original Texas Chainsaw Massacre type group ride through, and they all obviously die. And who knows? Leatherface may even be wearing this dude's kid's face, but this guy wants to investigate. You could have you could have added that. Yeah. To to avoid the fifty years later, all right, like saddle up. Now this chick's gonna ride into town, you know, to to settle old scores with Leatherface. Like you could have avoided all of that by simply adding a, you know, somebody went to this town, a kid. Yeah, they, you, you you could play the uh, oh she knows where it is. Like it's like yeah, you know, something like that where it's like oh it's been off the map. Like this town doesn't exist. There's no GPS pin. Right, and that would be a good one. Hmm. Um. But see, it that's I mean, just it makes it seem like such a missed opportunity. Yes, you're gonna do that. Um, also, I don't know how even 50 years later how she would have any idea where that thing was because she was not the one driving; she was in the back. Correct. You know, in the back of a bus with like a VW bus with no real windows or anything. So like, right. She couldn't. She didn't know where anything was going. And then when she gets away, she just goes running mm-hmm. until she finds a road. Yes. So. <sighs> You know the new Jurassic Park coming out has you know <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern and everybody like uh, what's his you know it's got all the people from the original Jurassic Parks joining Chris Pratt on this adventure isn't that exciting? Can we just stop with the revival? I don't know everything. That, I mean, this is I was you know I was actually just for fun watching some um, 
Ricky Gervais Golden Globe stuff. Like he just, yeah. I just love how he destroys the people in the room at those at those events. Don't care five times. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of what he said. It, wasn't there a point where Scorsese said that these Marvel movies are a crap? Well, like he said like they're not real cinema. Or yes, something like that. Yeah, and they are. I'm not like I, hey. I want to see Michael Myers hack some people up on screen. I want to see Jason. I want to see Freddy do all that. It's like it's junk food for our brains, yes. man. It's some it's it's entertainment. Yes, you know. So I can get it if you want to see a dude with a shield, you know, like throw it and hit somebody. F it a. You, you want to escape? Have... You know, you want to yes. escape from the bullshit that is you know everyday right. responsibility and just enjoy something. Mm-hmm. That's what this is all about. Yes. There's a lot of fanboys that take it too far. There are, but. Which is why Scream is so damn good. Yeah. Scream, I'm telling you, so uh I saw it. We were supposed to we were supposed to have a whole thing around it and just life and time and yada yada. Yep. It's I I I think you will appreciate if if not like like if you don't like it, I think you'll appreciate some of the I'm sure I, I'm sure I will. I'll I'll watch it and then we'll we'll tap on it in our yeah. next episode. Um, cause one of the, like the thing about this, this episode that I really wanted to cover was like, you know, what, you know, when we're talking about you watching movies just for, to kill time, to have something on in the background to, you know, just, or just to be straight up entertained. Like, you know, is it, you know, I question like, is this worth my time? And there was the one, you know, we both got around to watching antlers. Yes. Which is one where it's like, I don't know if I would ever recommend it to anyone. Yeah. I don't know if I would watch it again. And I enjoyed it because it actually was just a story that was more original okay. than other things that have come out. Sure. I can appreciate that's that thought towards yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not going to say it was like one of the best movies I've ever seen, but I, I liked the story. It had a hard time finishing itself. Yeah. It had a really hard time finishing. But it had a great idea behind it. Love the folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about all I can say. <laughs> all right. It's one so, of those ones. If you really like mythical, like lore, mm-hmm. like if you like folklore, like those kind, like you know, uh, chupacabra or you know, yeah, Bigfoot. Yeah, this, this one surrounding the Wendigo, right? For yeah. The antlers. Yeah. So that's that's what you get out of it. I mean, I wouldn't say like it's not one that I would recommend to anybody. I'd be like, yeah, it's all it was, you know, it's cool, it's fun. Yeah, do your homework on that one. Yeah. If you're a big, big time horror fan, even then I don't think it's for you. No, I it's think, I think it's it's for some if you like the if you like uh folklore. Yes, it's folklore's a, the right lore, right? Yeah. It's a contained story um yeah. that you can get through. Like you watch it, you start it, middle, finish, you're done. Yep. You know, and you probably don't have to ever watch it again. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's no reason yeah. to watch that one ever again because yep. like all the reveals or anything else are kind of done. So I will say that if you're a horror fan, sequels, bad sequels sometimes are a part of it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix is a bad sequel. Like it's, but there are some fun things that I think you can appreciate. Um, some fun kills yeah. that I think you can appreciate. Uh, so there is there is an entertainment value there to is. it. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. 
And I will just say you have to go to redriverhorror.com to see Stacy's review because she disagrees that it was bad. I got to read it. So that's four canoes. That's four boats. Four boats. Yep. Wow. Four boats from Stacy. So now the thing is, what you have to understand is that she was, you know, like I think you have to, uh, like I think she's someone who has an appreciation for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the OG, you know. Yeah. So that's someone with some uh, horror acumen, some historical data to pull on, and she liked it. So, okay. I mean, so that was the yep. thing. I didn't read the review because I was going to watch it and then read her review. Yep. So maybe I'll read her review first because I really don't care about spoilers. Yeah, yeah. And her reviews are usually not very spoiler heavy, mm-hmm. if any. They're just I mean, pretty straightforward. <laughs> um, so I'll have to read the review. And I saw and this I'll on Twitter. It. I saw this on Twitter as well, man. There are some people that are just, they couldn't believe the I, I'm, I don't want to speak to anyone specifically, but then there's people on Twitter that literally just say it's like, what the hell did you expect from this? Like, what did you want this to be like? They're yeah. calling, calling out people on both sides of the this sucked or this was amazing. It's just like, what the hell did you want? Hey, <laughs> there's nothing more fair than that. It's just like, you know, what did you know? What, what did you expect? <laughs> right. It's, you know, I it's the thing. My aversion was what I didn't expect. Yes. Which and that's a trigger for you. Like if you don't like that, like you don't like that. I hate it. These people are old. (laughs) I fucking hate it. Leatherface and the chick are old. They're old people. Yeah. Like, but that's the new. Like you know, and I get. There's definitely been way too many remakes over the last twenty years. I mean, remakes just happen over and over and over again. Yeah. And we, you know, the the crave for original content is there, and that's why you know with the antlers thing, where I'm just like, oh yeah, sure. Um, just give me some, you know, something. I was hoping for something unique or just another revisioning of Texas Chainsaw, but that's nah, a. It seems like an effort that's a little too late. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, it's Leatherface killing a new group of people, but there's nothing in between that it recognizes. And yes, there is for some reason somebody, the only person that survived the the original, goes back to fight him. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it. That's pretty much it. Ah, well, I'll get her. I've got to do that. I'll watch that and Scream 5, which is also being getting the mixed reviews. But I was expecting that. I'm not expecting anything out of it. I'm um, quite surprised that Scream w- did so well. I think Rotten Tomatoes, the, the tomato meter, it's in the 80s and the audience scores in the 90s. And I think some Texas Chainsaw people are pissed about that because Texas Chainsaw is not doing well through critics um so so like they're just like well what makes scream so great what makes scream so great it's just like i i can understand it's like okay it's not the best thing since sliced bread but it's good i'd say the nine the originals are the best one of the best things since sliced bread oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm talking about 2022 yeah. yeah so yeah and the other thing all of all of scream sequels are all nev campbell Yes. There's never been Nev Campbell goes away and then comes back 40, no. 50 years later. She's been a part of all of it. Never left. So that's the, that's the thing there. So it's one of those things where I just wanted to ask you if it was going to be worth it. Let the people know if it's worth it. And we're going to say, you know what? It is worth it if you want to see some fun kill, you know, some crazy kills, see what they can come up with. 
don't expect too much out of the plot and right. just let it ride. Yep. That's fair. Pretty much it. That's it. I mean, <laughs> if you want the blood and guts and dice them up, you got to go for it. Yes. And the thing is, we just spent a whole episode talking about it. So why the hell? If you're if At you've this if, point, if you've come this far, let's just just give in. But before we close up anything, let's take a look on RedRiverHorror.com because we need to start doing We cover some more Nick Cushion. Let's take a look at uh, what's coming our way. Like, So we have what's already happened yep. in February. What else do we have? What's, 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 uh, what's coming up? All right. So uh, we want to do this new segment with you called Watch It, Not Watch It. Right? Yes. So all we're going to do is Nick puts these great. Uh, if you're a horror fan, go to Red River. Well, yeah, if you're listening, go to RedRiverHorror.com. The, the start of every month, Nick puts it all together there uh, in an article with his commentary. Yep. And a trailer. So coming out. All right. So let's just say we'll go back to February 17th on the release of this one. All right. That's King Knight. They live in the gray. Uh, a banquet. Don't kill me. All right. Let's say so. Don't kill me is going. So let's see where they where are they going to. So King Knight already has a review on MovieBabble.com, so you can check that out there. That's mm-hmm. so that hit theaters on the seventeenth. So theaters and video on demand. Uh, they live in gray is a Shutter Direct. Yep. A banquet theaters and video on demand. Don't kill me. Netflix Direct that comes out the twentieth. Mm-hmm. We got Hellbender there. That's another Shutter OG original. I guess that's what you call them, original. Shutter original. Yeah. And then No Exit, a Hulu original. Mm-hmm. All so, right. So now, Joe, we have the trailer for Texas Chainsaw Massacre yep. remaining, right? Uh, we also have The Cursed, which that reviews up at RedRiverHorror.com right now. Uh, the Cursed came out. I think that's a Netflix one, right? Let's see. Uh, werewolves. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the cursed. All right, so that let's put, can we put that on? Because yep. I'm curious. Because that looks like werewolves. Yes. Because on, in Nick's commentary, it says originally titled Silver or something else. Mm-hmm. That Silver would be a great title. Yeah. For mm-hmm. a werewolf movie, because well, you can only kill him with a silver bullet. Correct. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's watch let's it. Now we're gonna out. play. Okay. Watch it, not watch it, Joe. After seeing this, do you want to watch it or not watch it? We've all dreamt of silver that has cursed this land. Okay. And you dishonest. What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? Strong start. We will all pay for the sins made by our elders. I love the build-up in the trailer and then to the silence and then my eyes. They've sent for me regarding their son who's gone missing. And maybe connected to what you've been looking for. Not for the faint of heart. Nope. I like this. I like the imagery so far. So there's like a foggy field, the rain. Did the girl see what attacked them? Really liking the vibe to this happening here. Yep. Ooh. The land's cursed. Are you getting like a sleepy hollow vibe? 
It's looking pretty good. Yeah. Like you said, I like what surrounds it. The, the atmosphere seems very creepy. It's so important. Yeah, I'd watch that. All right. I want to watch that. So The Cursed, right? Yeah. Watch it, not watch it. Joe is saying watch it. I actually will as well. That came to theaters, starting in theaters on February 18th. Yeah. I'm yep. I'm, I'm in on that. All right. That looks good. I like the, it has like that really good dark atmosphere. Yep. Um, yeah. In. Okay. In. All right, so that's that's out in theaters, uh, and then you know obviously you have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which came to Netflix. Joe, one more for you. Watch it now. Watch it. Uh, I don't think we need to watch the trailer uh, unless you want to. I think I know the answer to this one. I've watched the trailer multiple times. <laughs> I recommend everybody watch the trailer, and that's yes. Studio Six Six Six. Studio Six 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 is the other. That's the last remaining theatrical uh, horror film to come out. Yeah, in February of twenty twenty two. Looks silly. Looks fun. It it looks like all the things. It's like Joe. This might be. I wouldn't normally recommend this for a film like this. Yeah. But it might be a theater run. Yeah, I I, I would do that. It's it's like childhood all wrapped up into one. The Foo Fighters and horror. Yeah. Come I mean, on. I. You know, I I love Dave Grohl, the yes. guy. You know. He seems like a real cool dude. So on this edition, we're going to actually create some, uh, some, some nice sounds surrounding this. But we are introducing a new segment to the Red River Horror Podcast called Watch It, Not Watch It yep. uh, with Joe and I. I will play the trailers uh, for Joe mm. and he'll decide. Watch It, Not Watch It. I will as well. And we're going to uh, lean on our good friend Nick Cush from Movie Babble who puts up a great uh, uh preview every month you can go if you're a horror fan you have to see it redriverhard.com of what's coming out what's coming out video on demand and two we had two films that we did that was the cursed and studio 666 yeah. both of us are watching those watch it yeah watch it and especially i'm curious with studio 666 because it didn't show a lot of cameos but i bet there's going to be a ton of cameos i mean i think dave grohl is <laughs> we're just talking about this um my day job you know in radio yeah. we were talking about who are the people that are just universally loved like people that just love people so yeah. betty white was one of those people it yeah. doesn't matter your politics doesn't matter what era of of uh entertainment you fall under universally everyone loved betty white uh, i also heard dolly parton's one of those figures same thing every everybody era. loves dolly Parton. everybody loves dolly right um one local will say uh dick Vermeil just got into the pro football hall of fame I think pretty much everyone loves Dick Vermeil at this point. Yeah, yeah. So Dick Vermeil is one of those figures. I think in Hollywood, there's no way Dave Grohl isn't one of those people that everyone just loves. Yeah, I right? mean, I'm not, I don't. I know people who are, don't like his music and like the guy. Exactly. So, so yeah. So yeah, I think that's what you're getting. So so, so cameos, yes. And in, in the preview that we didn't watch, just because Joe and I have already seen the trailer a bunch, uh, Lionel Richie. <laughs> Was in it. If I think that does tell you all you need to know. This is going to be pretty funny. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Looks like a good time. Yep. So, hey, 
Let's uh, let's call it a day on this episode. Think so? Yeah, we'll call it a day here on episode seventy-four of the Red River Horror Podcast. You know me, Joe Zagreski. Find me on Twitter at Red River Joe. Where you can find Eddie runs the Red River Horror Twitter. You can find Red River Horror on Instagram. You can find it on the Facebook. You can find us on YouTube with some more video content coming soon. So, like with we're saying with this new segment, you're going to see our reactions. Yes. It. Oh my gosh. Got some cameras, we're, baby. We're moving up in the world. We're moving. Joe oh. D from Different Take will be proud. Yeah. Watch out, <laughs> Joe. Here we come. <laughs> and then before it ends, when we talked about repeat guests, we didn't say Steve, but Steve's been on multiple Steve times. Has been on. Steve and <laughs> Steve, Dave. No, Steve but I'm thinking. Joe. Yeah. Like, but but so we haven't had Jeffrey Reddick back on yet. I know he wants to come back. Stacy has not been on a second time. He wants to come back. Daniel Farron said we could if, if he he would come back if we asked him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brooke yeah. says she wants to come back. So And uh, Steve, Steve Morrison. Steve Morrison. So, so there are people that w- we want to bring back to you, and we will do a lot more of that in 2022. Oh, hell yeah. Let's chainsaw the F out of this, man. I'll, I'll talk to you later, Let's Joe. do that, and let's uh, keep driving those channels of fear. Boom. Boom.